Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You are now entering a critical thinking zone. zone. Thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for Critical Thinking. President Joe Biden tells the biggest whopper of his presidency. And no, it's not a mistake. And what about the NFL or sports leagues playing judge, jury, executioner of its own players and their conduct off the field? I'm Andrew Coppins. This is Critical Thinking. Thank you so much for joining me on the show. Pat is still out with the Rona. Um, I was able to be in contact with him yesterday. Things are getting a little bit better here and there for him and his wife. So, um Keep um, the thoughts, the prayers, the the comments. You can find him at the Pat Oni Show on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Getter as well. Uh, but you can follow me. I'm at the Coppins Show. Um, you can do that as well, all over the place. Um, I've also taken this week off of Reviving Liberty, so next week you'll get a double episode of Reviving Liberty, and I did that simply because I'm running this show solo um, on top of. All the things I've got going on in, in the real world as well. Um, but we have a lot to talk about here today because we are living through the fairy tale presidency, as Senator Ted Cruz noted yesterday. The biggest whopper of the entire Joseph Marionette Biden administrative history, their administration's history. Now, it hasn't been what? two years, two full years, technically. I understand there's a low bar when it comes to this, but um, telling the American people that there's 0% inflation is absolutely bat nuts crazy. And we'll get into the whoppers that are being told. And more importantly, um, <coughs> the, the apologist on the right for this statement 
are amazing to me. And I've seen it. And I'm not even talking about the the Lincoln Project uh, types, the, the Jonah Goldberg type people, but I have seen people trying to give grace and deference to the President of the United States on this one, and I'll break that down. But I want you to hear first exactly what Joe Biden had to say on inflation. Danielle, thank you. Before I begin today, I want to say a word about the news that came out today relative to the economy. Actually, I just want to say a number. Zero. Today, we received news that our economy had zero percent inflation in the month of July. Zero percent inflation in the month of July. Where the hell does that number come from? This isn't Joe Biden just making it up. This is Joe Biden. We have talked about him kind of being the anchorman president, if you will. Whatever the hell is put in front of him, he is going to read. So you better only put the things you really want him to read on a piece of paper or on the teleprompter. Right? This is a coordinated effort. Okay, that is number one. And I want to get this out of the way to those on the right who want to give President Joseph Marionette Biden grace on this. No. I don't give him grace on this. I don't give this up to this is just a slip of the tongue and he doesn't know what he's talking about. I also believe this is the dumbest presidency in the history of this country. <clears throat> but I believe that to be the case because they believe that you're so stupid that you would fall for any of this. This isn't um, just fudging around the numbers or trying to rosy up the numbers like they have been with, well, gas is now under $4 a gallon. Okay, great, but you still have 100% to go from where it was when you entered office. This isn't their flowering of unemployment numbers or trying to tell us that if wages are going up that um, that there's no such thing as a recession coming. This isn't them trying to change the definition of recession. This is them just trying to straight up lie to you. This is them just trying not to rosy a number, but to make a coordinated effort to tell you, the American people, that number one, the recession isn't real, and number two, this number, this 0% inflation, is that inflation doesn't exist. Yet for everybody who goes to the grocery store, who still continues to see this, this happen, when you see your milk prices, your meat prices, the prices of even frozen food continuously going up, when you go to Costco and you see things going up by 10 cents, by 15, 20, 30 cents, so that they can keep the price of their rotisserie chicken at $4.99. When you see all that stuff happening, nobody believes that inflation is not a thing. <clears throat> well, the price of groceries went down last month. 
the American people might see, oh, okay, well, that's great. All of those things might be true, and I'm going to deal with that in just a second. I'm going to talk to you about those things and those numbers in just a second. But let's deal with this 0% inflation. Why? They're attempting to tell you that everything is honky-dory, right? Excuse me. That everything is hunky-dory. Everything is great, grand, wonderful. Don't worry about anything. And we're going to head into the midterm elections and the Democrats are going to keep all the power because they have not completed the transformation of this country. You see, for them to be able to do this transformation, they have to make you believe something while, on the other hand, doing something completely different. They have to make you believe that you're safe, secure, great, grand, wonderful, right? Um, the, the whole Chris Farley van down by the river shtick from SNL back in the day. They have to make you believe that. They have to be the motivational speaker. Meanwhile, what else are they doing? Every single thing that they do, when you look at the the economic policies and and the things that the government could affect in terms of actually steeping and stepping down inflation, tamping it down, they're doing the opposite. They're flooding us with more and more money. They are spending more and more money. They are not reining in the purse strings. They're not doing anything to actually help slow inflation. But where did that 0% number come from? Well, of course, they're talking about the June to July number. Look, I am not a classically trained economist. I am somebody who took multiple AP economic courses in high school. I was taking high-level college economic courses in high school. I get the basics. And here's the basic truth. You cannot compare month-to-month numbers. Nobody in the history of this country has ever decided to do that. What we could know is that inflation has begun to come down. Or... Here's the message that if I were this president, I would have delivered. To the American people, we have some good news for you. When we look at the numbers from June to July, it appears we have begun to peak. And in the coming months, we are likely to see things go down. I understand the pain that you have been experiencing. But the good news is, we think, we believe that because of the extraordinary circumstances of the spending and the policies and the procedures that we needed to do to uh, save the economy during the um, pandemic and the, the necessary flooding of the economy with money, we believe that all of those things and all those measures that have been reactionary in our temporary or were temporary and had temporary effects on the economy have been bled out of the economic numbers. And so going forward, we are likely to see things get better. 
How hard is that as a as a message from the president of the United States? We are. It looks as if we are peaking, and in the coming months, we are likely to see things get better. That is the message that should be delivered here. Instead, they're just lying to you. Zero percent inflation. The message they want you to receive is that inflation doesn't exist. It is a figment of your imagination. Now, in terms of economic truth, in terms of economic literacy, economic anything, 0% inflation, I want you to understand this, 0% inflation is equally as bad as 8.5% inflation, which is the year-over-year number. Again, in 2021, what were we, were we seeing? We were seeing the, the effects of PPP, the uh, temporary um, shelling out of you know, $1,200, $1,500 checks or whatever it was uh, to everybody, right? We were seeing the beginnings of the flooding of the monetary system that we couldn't spend our way out of as consumers because supply chain issues, because no new housing starts, because labor shortages, because, 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 because of all the stupid things our government does. Yes, that was a Wizard of Oz reference for you. But 0% inflation, meaning we, we're not seeing prices move at all, is equally as bad. Equally as bad as 8.5% inflation. Because what that would mean is that we have actually just completely stagnated as an economy. Nobody is spending more money. Nobody is spending less money. Nobody is earning more money. Because as your earning power grows, your spending habits likely grow, at least more broadly. 0% inflation would also mean people are hoarding money. And it's not circulating in the economy the way that it needs to. Because right now in a capitalistic society, you are the lever that stirs the drink. You're the, you know, straw or whatever reference you want to make. You are the thing that stirs the drink. Your ability to either spend or save the money that is coming to you. You start and finish it. In modern monetary theory, the government is where it starts and finishes. And we've talked about those differences in the past. So I hope you understand, even if, even if this number was actually true, right? We, we saw 0% inflation, or it, put, it, put it another way, month to month, we saw no growth in inflation. How hard is it to say that? They think that you're this stupid. They really do. On every level, whether you want to talk about economic truth, whether you want to talk about messaging, whether you want to talk about politics, on any level that you want to talk about this issue or this statement from Joseph Marionette Biden, it's just wholly untrue. It's just not true. It's just dumb. 
there, there are ways to message this. There are ways to, to talk about this. And, and let's be honest. If we are at the peak of our inflationary experience, that's good news for you and I. But mixed in all these numbers, mixed in the fact that today we see the average American price of gasoline under $4 a gallon, which is good news. It would be great if we were back down in the twos, right, where we were when uh, Joseph Marionette Biden became president of the United States of America. It is good news that the prices overall in America of your Basic necessities have gone down. However, the the other part, the non-housing, right? The non-housing inflation numbers. If you were to take the house included inflationary numbers, you would see something completely different. Because we're still seeing above average appreciation of home prices. And by the way, your rent is up some 15, 20% most likely year over year. Here in Chicago, the price of rent is outpacing the appreciation of your home. That's why I talk to every single person that wants to rent and I ask them, what would two or $300 extra every month mean to you because that is what you're looking at potentially spending next year on your rent or from last year to this year to rent the exact same place that you had if you're like if you're lucky enough to have a landlord that's not going to keep pace with the economy great take advantage of it but if not your value is actually likely in buying property whether that is a small one-bedroom condo in a high-rise or something else. But at the end of the day, this, this concept of 0% inflation is dumb on all levels. Now, they're hanging their hat on wheel, on real, wheel, real wage growth, right? They're, they're telling us about wages going up, this going up, that going up. Here's the problem. Wage growth is under the inflationary number. Until wage growth is equal to or greater than your inflation number, people are still forking out more money than they're taking in. You're not actually ahead of the game like the left would like you to believe. But this is intentional. This is done to make you feel something that is untrue. I would liken it to somebody who is being abused in a relationship, whether that is a man or a woman. Yes, believe it or not, men can also be abused in relationships. But whether you are a woman or a man in a relationship and you're being abused, this is akin to the grooming that goes on, the breakdown of the psyche. 
to make you feel like it is your fault, to make you feel like everything is okay because I didn't hit you today. See, see, he, everything has changed. He hasn't hit me this week or this month or this person stopped um, doing drugs or um, abusing alcohol and the abuse has stopped for now. And then next month, I, I go right back to doing the things that abused you or you do that to me. They're attempting to make you feel chaos because you, on the one hand, you feel the pain in your real life every day. And on the other hand, they're continuing to groom and do the things that abuse you. They're doing absolutely nothing, and I mean nothing, to stave off inflation. They're doing absolutely nothing that will help economically. How do I know this? Gas prices. One of the things that the Joseph Marinette Biden administration has been talking about and touting over the course of the last month. Gas prices are down 30%. Gas prices, this, that, great, grand, wonderful. Except for they're down 30% from the peak. It would be really awesome if we could say, hey, they're back to where they were. And, oh, by the way, they're going to go down 30% from that, uh, you know, pre-Biden number. That would be a huge win for the American people. But this administration will tout it without telling you why. And the why matters. The why really does matter. Because in order for inflation to go down, we as consumers must be consuming more thus spinning the monetary cycle faster and faster. We have to do that. In order for that to happen, because the government's not going to do anything when it comes to tamping down monetary supply, spending, lessening the amount of money they spend, those are the only two things that the government can do. Oh, sure, they could talk about the Fed interest rates, but that doesn't work. The Fed interest rate is a bank situation. It's how much money can the bank get, right? How much, how much clout, how much money can they get to then loan out and, and circulate into the economy? If the government is unwilling to do that, if the government is unwilling to tamp down its spending, to stop printing money, the only answer is for us as consumers to spend like it is going out of style. To keep the money circulating faster and faster and faster and faster and faster to keep up with inflation. But here's the problem, right? Gas prices, they've gone down. They're at $3.99 a gallon average price here in America right now in front of you. Okay, today, year of our Lord, 2022, August 11th. Okay, I want you to understand that. But why? How the hell did they come down that far already? How did that happen? 
Well, <clears throat> over the course of the last month, Americans have consumed about 9 to 11% less gasoline. What could be at play? How the hell does that number matter? Why does it matter? Let me th think about that. What are the basic laws of economics? Supply and demand, right? So if you have supply restrictions and high demand, the price goes up. If you have supply restrictions and low demand, what happens? The price goes down. Because ultimately, what are you trying to accomplish? The balance of the price and demand. You want that price and demand to be right on top of each other. I'm meeting you right in the middle of demand and price. The demand has gone down by almost between 9 and 11%, depending on the, the numbers you want to use. We have lessened our want to consume gasoline at the pump. Is it because we're switching over to EVs? No. No, it's not because of that. It's because Americans are traveling less because it costs them more to do so. And the other parts of the economic life that they lead are also more expensive. Inflation is at 8.5% year over year. Gasoline prices, gasoline consumption is down by almost the exact same amount. It's because the American public writ large understands the impact of that inflationary number on their everyday life. Yet we have an administration that doesn't understand that impact. If they did, they wouldn't message the way they're messaging. The message is intentional. But Andrew, he's just an old, senile man. You're, you're right, he is old, he is senile, to the point of this moment from earlier this week. Now our great speaker, our... Yes, what you just witnessed, and if you're listening via podcast, I suggest going over to our Rumble page, rumble.com backslash critical thinking. But what you just witnessed was Joseph Marionette Biden in less than 10 seconds having his handshake by Chuck Schumer before he's making some speech, I believe is about the Inflation Reduction Act, which is, which is all of the chutzpah you need to know about this situation. But shaking the hand of Chuck Schumer and then less than 10 seconds later, putting his hand back out as if he never shook Chuck Schumer's hand. I only point this out to ask you one question. Do you think that Joseph Marinette Biden while, yes, senile, while, yes, mentally not with us? Do you believe that it was just a mistake how he spoke about 0% inflation? Do you think for a second that that was an actual slip of the tongue because he's senile? Or do you think that this was something he actually read from a teleprompter? If it's the first part, he has a really funny way of not being with it, yet speaking in a cognizant tone. That's number one. And if it's the second thing, 
what could possibly be the explanation other than this is on purpose? Well, I don't think we have any sort of evidence that would suggest that this is not on purpose. In fact, I'm going to present to you Exhibit B that this messaging is the message. This is the messaging of our White House right now. This work will mean more jobs, more job security, and better pay. So the president and my vision for the future also means lowering costs for Americans. Today we learned that last month our economy had 0% inflation. In July, we saw a drop in gas prices and a range of other goods like clothing and airfares and household appliances, which means more money in the pockets of working families. Combined with the fact that our nation created more than half a million jobs last month, it is clear that our nation is making progress. Did you hear the message? Kamala Harris, equally as dumb, by the way, as Joe Biden. That's clear. But did you hear the message? The message was 0%, 0%, 0%. This is on purpose. This is their thought that they're going to deliver to the American public heading in to the election cycle. Again, I have talked about how I would message this number, how knowing that we didn't see growth of inflation month over month on the year by year comparison. Okay. We didn't see growth. I talked about how I would message that. Instead, this administration is using this. This is their message. This is on purpose. Because they think you're dumb. They think you are so economically illiterate. Which, by the way, I think, and I've talked to Pat about this, and I think I've spoken this on the air. The number one change that I would make, and the number one thing that I would look for if I were moving a child out of the public education system right now. Number one change that I would look for, the number one thing is not um, necessarily are they teaching how to think instead of what to think. It would be also, are they teaching your child financial literacy in school or not? That's taking a basic economics course, by the way. That is taking a course on investing. That's taking a course every single year on something over the course of your high school career in regards to economic literacy. Understand what debt is good, what debt is bad. Understand the basics of our economy. Understand the basics of these types of numbers. I firmly believe that is the way forward for people to get themselves free of, of government. But these people believe you'd be so dumb for real so dumb. They actually believe you think, or that they think, they think they can message this and you will buy it. They're not paying attention to any poll, apparently. They're not paying attention to any economic questions that are being asked of the American people. 
It's something like 9% of the American people right now believe that we're headed in the right direction economically, and they continue down this path. They continue to try to sell you the bill of goods instead of just being honest with us. Because here's the rub. We changed everything economically. Everything. We changed the rules. We changed the spending. We changed the, um, I mean, we shut it all down, right? We literally said, nah, we're good for like two months in 2020. You don't think that in the next 18, 20, 24 months, there's going to be damage done to the economy? You don't think the American people didn't feel it and wouldn't understand if you gave them a path forward and said, yes, we're going to deal with some issues. Now, separate that from was it worth it, right? Separate that because they did it. We, we can't undo that. It's how do we deal with what is happening and how do we go forward? But they're messaging this way on purpose. And the purpose of this is to make you feel chaotic. To make you feel as if you have no control. As if, wait a second, I, I'm feeling something in my real life, but I'm being messaged something else. I'm, they're telling me something. You know, as, as we're famous of saying, right? Don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. That's exactly what they're attempting to do. But they're attempting to do that because you are focusing in on that shiny object, right? That shiny object of what the hell are you talking about? While they just just put in place the <clears throat> Inflation Reduction Act that raises taxes on everybody, that hires 87,000 more IRS agents to audit people, which by the way, 95% of all audits are happening not to the wealthy, but to the poorest of the individuals. And I have talked about this from the perspective of what happens in an audit situation to the poor, to the middle class. It is not about what they win in judgment against you. It's never about that. It is about making you feel the pain of having to fight that audit, to have to fight to do what? Instead of pay $7,500 to pay $750 in a in a fine or money that you owe in back taxes or whatever have you, right? But you've spent hundreds, potentially of thousands of dollars trying to fight this. What American would be able to afford that other than the ultra wealthy? And as it is, the ultra wealthy have had teams of lawyers, accountants, and all that stuff already making sure everything is airtight as airtight can be when it comes to playing by the rules um, set up by the tax code. See, that's the thing that most Americans don't understand. Hire a CPA. Hire somebody to do your taxes, not H&R Block, not you know, Tax Act or, or whatever have you online. TurboTax, this or that. Don't do that. Hire an actual CPA. Hire a tax lawyer for 750 bucks, 800 bucks, a thousand dollars. And watch what happens to your tax return. Yes, return. Watch what happens. And it's to your actual advantage to do this. More importantly, you're less likely to be audited 
Most of the time, these things happen because you aren't filing your taxes at home and you make a mistake, a big mistake that will cost you tens of thousands of dollars, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars, if you wanted to fight it. All to save yourself $1,000. Or go from $7,500 to $750. Um, I've seen that example out there. 87,000 people. They're not going after the billionaires. They're not going after these people, the multimillionaires. There's not enough of them out there to audit. Meanwhile, they're passing more spending. They are attempting to squeeze you on the backside of this economically because once they make these Green New Deal shifts in the economy, right, who ends up paying for that? Right now, what does it cost for the average electric vehicle? Because that's where they want you to go, right? The government is going to squeeze you until you do it. Well, it's $67,000 right now. Is that price coming down or is that price going up? Let me ask you that. Is that price going to come down or go up? Here's the rub. It is going to have to naturally increase. Why? Because demand would naturally increase and they can't keep up with the supply. And number two, there's not enough supply of those lithium-ion batteries to literally flip the switch and transition to every vehicle on the road all the time being electric. It cannot happen. We don't have enough lithium supply in the world to do that. It doesn't exist. We would lose. We would never have lithium again. Never. We would never be able to find it. What about the batteries in your home? What about this? What about that, right? We would never have it. They want, they're peeing on your leg, tell you it's raining, and then, by the way, I'm going to punch you in the face. Because you were paying attention to whether it was rain or pee. And you're going to sit there and take it? You're going to sit there and take it. I want you to think about those things. I want you to understand what they're doing and I want you to think. This is about critically thinking. Do I have all of the answers? What would the answer be to reduction of inflation? Well, I do know what governments can and can't control. I do know what you and I can and can't control. And I do know what government is attempting to try to control for you in the economy. We need the hands of government off as much as humanly possible, and we need them to do two things. Stop printing more money and reduce their spending at a minimum, if not simply balancing a budget. If they were to do those three things, Get the hands off of your economic levers. Stop printing more money. And stop overspending. We would likely see a solution to this problem. Faster. Now, sometimes I also subscribe to the theory, at least economically, that you can't control the ebbs and flows. There is no smoothing out of the ebbs and flows because people naturally are going to ebb and flow. There is a natural nature. There is a nature to all of this. And the only thing that the government can do in, in these times is not to smooth out the ebbs and flows. They tried to do that, right? They attempted to do that in 2020. 
How did that work? How did that work? It didn't. It artificially did it. And then when they took the the artificialness off, we've seen the pain. All they did was give us temporary pleasure for long-term pain. It's not about smoothing out the ebbs and flows. It's about understanding that ebbs and flows are going to exist and that we are better off experiencing those because what happens usually from the low of the low is the high of the high. We have to understand that it is us, we the people, that have that control. We have to stop electing these people. We have to demand accountability for their insanity. And we have to make sure that they understand we're paying attention. And that if they continue down this path, there's going to be hell to pay. And we're not talking about voting the Democrats out and voting the GOP in. I'm not talking about that. I am talking about Oh, you want to hire 87,000 new IRS agents, which, by the way, one of the major demands is that you um, carry and are willing to use a firearm. They're literally weaponizing the IRS, attempting to weaponize the IRS against you. What do you think about that? The government is weaponizing its money against you. They're going to use their lever of economic control against you. Why would they need a gun if it's just about uh, casual audits? Why? Why? 87,000 more people. Do you understand how we get away from that? How do we stop that insanity? We stop it by this, making sure that every other fellow American understands the consequences of becoming one of those 87,000 people. It means public shaming, harassing. It does mean making their life difficult. You want to make my life difficult? Watch what happens when you attempt to even sniff those types of jobs. Go back to the Sons of Liberty in the 1750s during the Stamp Act, and I've talked about this earlier on the show, at least earlier this week on the show. Go back and, and read what the Sons of Liberty did. They made the lives of those tax collectors, and make no mistake, those 87,000 people are tax collectors, because We've been told that it's just simply about uh, making sure everybody's paying their fair share, a.k.a. we're getting all the money, we're squeezing all the juice that we possibly can, and we're going to change the rules, by the way. We're going to change all the definitions. We're going to fudge up all the things that we want to make sure that we are in the advantage in the government and you are at the disadvantage. All that ambiguity suddenly and the, the ability to interpret uh, regulations, laws, whatever, is going to all shift to the government, not to you, not to your side, not, not deference to you, but deference to the government going forward. But what did they do? What did the Sons of Liberty do? They made sure life was so uncomfortable 
that every single time a new tax collector, a new person came aboard, they boarded a ship very, very quickly afterwards and headed their happy asses right back to England. On a boat, see you later, I'm not dealing with this. We have to make it so hard and so unbecoming to be one of these individuals in the government that you don't dare take up the position. That's what we, the people, have to do. We, the people, have to say, no, here's the line in the sand. We ain't doing this anymore. No, 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 no. It's just that simple. Say no. All right. So I'm going to save the the other topic that I was going to talk about on this show. I'm going to save it for tomorrow. Um, we're going to be crowning a brand new Richard of the Week. Uh, we'll definitely have the Friar with some of the insane, insane, insane stories. Um, and I'm going to, would you rather, on the NFL, pro sports leagues, and playing judge, jury, and executioner. On that note, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I will have more updates. Um, hopefully next week, uh, Pat will be back um, and feeling better. Um, but yeah, I will be with you tomorrow. And like I said, next week on Reviving Liberty, you'll get a double dose, double episode dose uh, of the show. Uh, until then, please be smart, be safe, be kind, and don't be afraid to be confrontational as well. As always, Matthew, 547.